The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond. 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 Hi, welcome beyond. to the show. Beyond. Oh, beyond. Doing this? Okay. beyond. Yeah, come on. You guys, you guys good? Well, we beyond. Moved the, we moved the seats around. <laughs> yeah, you guys really uh, messed up. Welcome uh, to Podcast Beyond, episode 445. Uh, my name is Marty Sleeve. I'm joined by Brian Altano. Hey, you did it. <laughs> Look. Uh, Ola Pierce. Hey, what's up? So he's done that literally every time you've ever been in a room with him. Yeah. That's not true. Thankfully, the internet told me, and he's only done it twice oh, really? on Beyond when I've been on it. Oh, good. And you didn't do it on uh, the internet. first Comedy Button episode that I was on, so I'm not insane. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you didn't. I've never said rap rap in front of you? Only twice, apparently. And Andrew Goldfarb. <laughs> honk, honk. That's a new one. I like that. Oh, man. Oh, dang. Um, yeah, welcome. Max is not here. He's in uh, Greece. Yep. Yeah, he's in oh, the Greece. I like Grecian the way you make up a lie. No, he was, a, he was actually in a, in a, in a straight-to-theater uh, reshoot of the movie. Piece. I mean, that's good that it's straight-to-theater. Yeah, that's where it should be. Well, Straight-to-theater like, movie reshoot? Theater. Oh, it's straight-to-a-single-theater. Oh, yeah. that's not great. He plays John Travolta and the Car. Oh, oh he plays John Travolta, not the character. It's like about the making of Greece. It's called Grease Fire, the story anyway. of Greece. Uh, Podcast yeah, Beyond. Yeah, we're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about Uncharted. Uh, we're going to talk about Rockstar. We're going to talk about ukulele. We're going to probably talk about a dog. Yeah, yeah, almost yeah. dog. His name's Francis. Francis. He, bit, I, 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 he so bit a child. I really like dog names that are human names. Um, I don't. I don't either. Oh, I think it's so cute. Be, uh, my dog's name is Chelsea. So. You know, yeah, I screwed up name. there. But yeah. I call yeah. it Chell, so it's fine. That's no human Chell's name, Chell, yes, except the portal. Portal character. Cool portal? Like she, a little dog version of portal? Human? Oh, a little dog version of portal. Let's not get lost here. <laughs> little <laughs> dog version of portal. We lost. We saw her. I mean, that does sound really nice, actually. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like sounds very cute. <laughs> I would play any new portal game at this point. <laughs> Instead of a companion cube, it's like a companion bone. You just get this little, like... Yeah. Yeah? Do you want to keep... Do you have a little bit more of this out before we continue? I don't have any more ideas. Yeah, and nope. Okay. No. Wow, something. Something. Cave Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can it be called Poddle? <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's, it that's can. That's how you end that garbage. <laughs> um, okay. Podcast uh, Beyond. Yeah. Episode four forty-five. Stop it. 
What, me? <laughs> yeah, you just keep repeating the episode I'm number. I'm trying to get us on track. Okay, right, we're talking about Uncharted. No, no, that would have been a way better way to do that. Is be like, let's food? talk about Uncharted. <laughs> uh, For the first talk? week, uh, <laughs> in the first week, Uncharted 4 surpassed 2.7 million sales. Yeah. Uh, that's North American region specifically, but it does make Uncharted 4 the fastest selling first party PS4 game. Which is awesome. Yes, yeah. that's crazy. It, it's also, I mean, it's, 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 a hu- it's, it's obviously a huge achievement, but I'm trying to think of what... The other games that it was up against that probably would have had a chance of getting that close. Um, obviously, launch games, uh, Killzone and Knack and stuff like that. There was stuff like The Order, you know, which, like, sure. Didn't how did The Order sell? I know it wasn't received that well, but how did it actually, actually sell? I think it's all fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's all fine. Just kind um, of okay. I think it's one of those things that's not going to have a long tail, though. Like, as the. Oh, definitely. I think not. As Uncharted will. Uncharted will. Same as, like, stuff the Last like of Bloodborne, us. I think, will. Bloodborne, yeah. Uh, Games that as more and more like the install base gets uh, bigger and bigger. What, Actually, right? 40 Bloodborne million is probably now. a good parallel. I'm yeah. impressed that this is sold through. Um, yeah, which is so crazy. For people who follow game sales, it's this really annoying thing where sold can mean two different things. Uh, sold in is to retailers. Sold through means actual like sales through mm-hmm. to the consumer. Yeah. So the fact that these are sold through numbers and most of Sony's numbers are sold through numbers is always very complicated. They are, they are like now. Yeah. <laughs> if, yeah, in this generation, exactly. If you've been a PlayStation fan for a long time, like I have, yeah. uh, and like everyone in this room has, but you, if you followed NPD back in the day, definitely during the early uh, PS3 era, yep. shipped was the word they used constantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is... Um, cheating, kind it, of. Kind of cheating, yeah. It's not yep. necessarily indicative. One of the things I saw uh, was that this has this has already outsold the, the newest Halo game, which is pretty insane to think about that. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me at all. Really? Yeah. In two weeks? In two weeks, I guess that's pretty surprising. But, I mean, Halo... How many games are there now? Seven? Yeah, because there's five, and then ODST and Reach. Yeah. 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 So, there's seven games, and, I mean, Halo has kind of lost its leg since then. Like, five did not have a good campaign, whereas Uncharted 4 has a great campaign. Right. Mm -hmm. So, it's like... I'm not surprised Mm -hmm. that Uncharted did better. I was more excited about Uncharted 4 than I was about Halo 5 as a huge Halo fan as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It also was three times bigger of an install base. Like, I mean, there's more people to potentially buy it. I think that's like, a, a very good thing to point yeah. out is that, you know, there's more people with PS4s, so comparing yeah. it to the sales of anything on a different platform kind of is unfair because there's less people on that platform. almost look at, like, the, the percentage base, rate. almost, I yeah. Mean, yeah. The, the interesting thing will be looking at... Um, numbers for the full month because I think it'll be interesting looking at Doom which is on three platforms versus Uncharted which is on obviously only one mm-hmm. like that's sure. the stuff where it gets interesting because if Uncharted can outsell multi-platform games that's obviously a lot more impressive yeah. I mean, also yeah. I mean, Overwatch is out today too yeah. and all yeah. that yeah. stuff starts mm-hmm. eating in um, yeah I mean last yeah. month this is the second win in a row for Sony because last month mm-hmm. Ratchet and Clank I think was at number two it was just yeah. behind Dark Souls which again Dark Souls is on three platforms Ratchet and Clank's only on one Ratchet and Clank did better than Dark Souls mm-hmm. no, no 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 Ratchet and Clank was number second two second only oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. sorry yeah okay that makes a lot more sense and then Pockin outsold Street Fighter V. So there goes another <laughs> PS4 exclusive. Goes up and another one goes down and it all works out. Yeah, how did that happen? I in what no universe? Idea. I have no uh, idea. In Japan. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally strange. Uh, I don't know, but it, it made Capcom go, hey, maybe we got to keep our games in the oven a little longer, yeah. which is never a bad thing. Oh, know? totally. There were, yeah. there were huge issues with that game. Get those games out of the oven. It's probably yeah, what, do you do with oven ga- what are you doing with oven games? What kind of mix are you wearing? You probably shouldn't put them in oven. Do you got to wear a, do you got to down a power Dog, glove? Don't you play Cooking right, guys, the guy made a metaphor. I love Cooking Mama 3. <laughs> but oh, on the note of like the sales of Uncharted 4, yeah. this almost definitely means that the Uncharted franchise is going to continue. Yeah, so I that's, feel like this is confirmed, yeah. basically. Yeah, so that's the sort of the thing I want to talk about right now is let's no we're not gonna do spoilers. Yes, we're uh, not gonna do spoilers. Yeah, I have I still have like an hour or two left. Okay. Oh, oh. 
All we will say is that the game ends leaving multiple scenarios in which the franchise can continue in some capacity. Yes. That's probably the the safest, most legal way I can say that without saying anything. Well, we, that that Max literally... didn't blurt out last week. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sorry we didn't catch that. What an idiot. <laughs> Did he spoil Max, a thing? Max did a spoil. Oh, We're not going to say it again. None it, of us caught no, it. No, please don't, because yeah. I'm I'm at well, chapter 18 right now. Now we can't no. do this one. Yeah. <laughs> one of our breakouts was going to be what we want from DLC. Well, we should revisit this in a like a more spoiler cast style where full spoilers, we should do that soon. And, and talk about kind of that. Because right. Well, oh, okay. Well, then when... Uh, yeah. Okay. It's been two weeks. Uh, when when can we actually have a conversation? And this when goes a lot is done with the game. It's, well, I'm not talking about. I'm, I'm also right. concerned with our audience too. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think that's like we, the spoiler culture thing is like this. Like, I think we can do down. a spoiler cast at any point that's separate. I don't yes. think that we ever should that's have discussed spoilers Absolutely. here. Yeah. Uh, yep. But in terms of single player forever. DLC, I've I've been saying from the start that I really want something that fits into the campaign, um, but is seen from possibly a different perspective, which is what they did for, with Left Behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like playing yep. some stuff yeah. with Sully would be cool. Yeah. yeah, like, I mean, there's a bunch of times where Sully shows up somewhere, yeah. and he's like, oh, that was a big Hi- mountain. <laughs> or, like, you could probably play some things as Elena. Like, yeah. there's different characters yep. that you could play yep. as, which would be super and interesting. And it doesn't even have to tie into the story of this game. It could just be like, well, here was a cool adventure they went on. Like, it totally. could literally be like... I don't know, someone looking at a picture and being like, oh, man, remember this yep. island? And then you play yep. on the island. I think the way that The Last of Us did it is, was awesome. That, I hope that it's DLC just, was great. I hope it's just the, the single-player DLC is just they, they put out Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. in its entirety. That would be pretty cool. That would be really messed up if they were like, new Uncharted 4 single-player DLC, <laughs> and it's just Crash Bandicoot. You have to play the whole like, thing as Nathan Drake. North's commentary. Oh, my God. That would actually be really good. That would be incredible. But I also think, uh, yeah, the, the sales of this means we're probably going to get an Uncharted 5 at some point. Yeah. Okay, so that's um, what which I want to... also gets into spoiler territory if we just avoid talking about sure. that. Sure. So that's what I want to talk about now is, uh, you know, this is, uh, you know, they've said numerous times this is Nathan Drake's final journey yeah. and that, that they're sort of moving on a from that character. End. A thief's end. Not a reference to uh, his butt. When he slides on it, it's it kind is. of a Yeah, because he slides down all those rocks. He's and got gra- that gravel, gravel on his butt. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do we want next from... Naughty Dog. I don't want another Uncharted game for a very long time. I don't either. So. I mean, I'm, I'm good on them. I This is like, this was this greatest hits of everything Uncharted could possibly be into this into the longest campaign they've ever done. It's gorgeous. It's like, it's 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 one of those pieces that you just show it to people. People come to your house and you're like, look, look what my PS4 can do. Yeah, and it's also just, I care so much about the characters in Uncharted 4. Like, it's like the peak of how much I care about all of them. Yeah, I like, just, just, you know. very intensely, and I, I don't know if they can top that for I mean, a while. I'm for, and for a while, too, I've been torn between if I even want a sequel to The Last of Us. And I've always yeah. said if I did, I wanted mm-hmm. to pull, like, a sort of Fear the Walking Dead where they pick up the needle and drop it somewhere else. Yeah, I'd want a totally different um, set of characters. Yeah, as much as I love Joel and Ellie, I really love the way that story ended. Yeah, I agree. The, the, that final moment, especially. Like, yeah. That look she gets. Yeah. Them, yeah. Which is like, honestly, and again, without spoilers, but I think like back to back, the last two Naughty Dog games have had two of my favorite video game endings probably ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I and I like that that sort of finality that happens uh, in, in both of these games. So I would I walking around Uncharted 4, I, I, I kept saying like, man, this is awesome. We've seen them do these like sort of beautiful, dilapidated, rundown cities and ruins and environments. And like, what if they just went hard sci fi? <laughs> Yeah. Like, I really want to see them do something that's just go completely different than anything I've ever seen from you guys. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily space, but, like, I look at what Horizon's doing mm-hmm. and where it's, like, this mix of organic and science fiction and, mm-hmm. and sort of, like, 
um, machines and 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 the beauty of nature like combining together like Naughty Dog handling something like that uh, with a really interesting protagonist with a brand new uh, new story new characters and everything like that could I mean, be could be brilliant. so that was already yeah. uh, those giraffes you find in The Last of Us were animatronic were they really yeah oh. they were ro- they were robots oh, yeah, the can secret you, behind the scenes tip. I mean I guess Can The Last of Us is spot? kind of sci-fi in a way well, I mean yeah. the thing is like I feel like Naughty Dog excels at a lot of things but especially at character building I totally think absolutely so good at character building. But we haven't Dialogue seen... Dialogue and storytelling. Like, their world the building in terms of, like, establishing what happened in The Last of Us and stuff is really good. But they haven't had to literally, like, create a universe. Because the thing for me is, like, with sci-fi games or even, like... Even something like Bioshock... You need to create rules. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where you're, like, you are, you are defining everything around you. Like, The Last of Us and Uncharted are still grounded in, yeah, like, our lives, mm-hmm. you know? Whereas, like, I would love to see Naughty Dog play with that. Because that's, yeah. like, the best space games, like you feel like, oh, I understand like the rules of this world or things that right. are way in the future or whatever. So I don't know. That's something I feel like they'd probably be awesome at. Well, they're very good at like having a character revisit a, a place that once felt lived in or familiar, you know? And, like, Definitely. The, the Last of Us and Uncharted 4 both nail that perfectly. Yeah. Um, and I also like one of the things I noticed in Uncharted 4 is they, and this is, I don't think a lot of people have given them really credit for this, but the way they handle children in that game and child characters and just child actors is so seamless that it's kind of like when a camera's really good in a game. Yeah. It's so good you don't have to think about I it. I really liked like, Kid Nathan Drake. Mm-hmm. Imagine, like, I mean, think back to Heavy Rain and how jarring the children were in that game because they were, like, French. I mean, everyone in that game was awful, but yeah. <laughs> to be fair. And uh, I just think it's, like, no one really gives them credit for, like, how well they pulled that off. So I think that's, like, Facial the expressions that, are Oh, my God, the voice so acting, facial yeah, expressions in, in young Sam and, and young uh, Nathan Nate, are yeah. just so good. Um, and even Child Sully. He shows up. No, that's not true. But yeah, I, I, I was like, see... am I not at that point? Oh, yeah, you haven't got <laughs> to the Uncharted Babies scene. <laughs> it just makes me go, wow, they can do an entire range of characters like this. Like, it'd be really cool to see sort of like a, a family that was like in this broken off from a space colony that crash lands on some planet that yeah. is completely unfamiliar and it's gorgeous, hard sci fi, super weird. And then mm. maybe the parents have a weird secret or something. Yeah, I mean, that, could be, new IP. that could yeah. be amazing as a just like. Are, is there a game like that where you are sort of like the entire game is based around this f- familial unit yeah. of like no you know two parents and two kids like, right yeah yeah no and I mean it's like that's what I, I can think of yeah and I think with that too like you get you get kind of away from Mass Effect kind of feels like that yeah like spoilers their games especially The Last of Us are, are very they're very raw and very visceral in a lot of ways and um, I always thought like the gunplay in Uncharted. It feels weird because it's like you have this mur- this guy murdering people, and he's also a family man. Um, he's such a sweet human. He is until for a mass murderer. Yeah. So, but I think if you move it into a space setting, and I don't just mean Uncharted in space. I mean like a lot of the same ideas. Uh, you move it into a space setting, all of a sudden you're dealing with like alien creatures, and you're dealing with laser guns, and all of a sudden it's less like I got to bash this guy in the head with a brick, like. Shiving people in the neck in The Last of Us was just like oh, guttural so and mm-hmm. disgusting, yeah. and you wouldn't want to do that in front of your kids. So mm. my pitch for like a family Naughty Dog game isn't necessarily like a it's family, so specific, a family friendly <laughs> Naughty Dog. Well, family. Naughty I'm trying to like game. play to all their strengths, right? Without just having another game where like right. people climb. The character on stuff. relationships are really, really good. Yeah, uh, and yeah, dialogue's really good. I mean, I feel like they could do that in any setting, though. Mm-hmm. You know, anything that has good characters is something that they'll probably sell me on really quickly. I mean, I legit, I want them to go back to Jack and Dexter. 
like there was a Jack Four. There was concept art for that out there. Um, it was terrifying. It was terrifying, and I don't. I don't want them to go I back to. I don't want dark it. and gritty Jack. Like yeah. I stopped liking. I, I was going like to say the much. only way they'll do it I is if it's hated gritty. three. Like go back and do something colorful. Like and look at Ratchet and Clank. Like look at Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. That could like, sell. Yeah. Like we're going to talk about it later. Like this is like Ratchet and Clank proves that this genre can co- can exist again. Yeah, because it stopped for a while. Oh, totally. Yeah. So yeah, I would love to see them go back and do that. So like. Every part of me agrees with you because I love – I can't even imagine what a 3D platformer in, in their engine looks like. Yeah. You know? But it's just like they're – they've gone they've gone too serious. Yeah, you know? I don't think they've, that they can do it. You can't come back from that, I don't think. I mean, think. like Scorsese did Hugo. Yeah. Like That's you, true. You can, you can balance that. I mean, a movie about an orphan that lives in a clock. <laughs> so it was dark. <laughs> that was kind of messed up. It's – yeah. I mean, that was – kind of a left turn like I, I like the idea of all of that as a new IP but specifically Uncharted in terms of what Uncharted could be like you can still use that brand without Nathan Drake I think like I do think you can make an Uncharted game that kind of like your Fear the Walking Dead analogy like spiritually like Uncharted it, like yeah there's there's all these great characters that we know and love and who I super feel like got like a, a really nice like cap on the end of it with Uncharted 4 but it's like I really do feel like you can take that like that trope that Indiana Jones is born from and that so many other things of that like adventurer and that like serialized story about like oh like these crazy adventures they go sure. on like I think you could do that like I would still love to see I mean like it's funny because we have Tomb Raider right but it's like I, I think you can tell stories like that but like Naughty Dog could just do it in someone else's treasure hunter or someone else is, is going yeah. on Treasure hunting adventures through history set in the modern day. My, my concern would be I don't want that. Well, I, I mean, See, I feel like I do want. That. I only want it if it's Nathan Drake. Like really? I play Uncharted oh, for Nathan Drake. I'm, I love Nathan Drake and I love those characters. Like I think the relationship between like Drake and Sully or that's Drake and Elena or yeah, any of them is for those totally some of the best in games ever. But so that's why said, do you think like, they couldn't do that with could, a new character? Exactly because like in the last one, they I did, just wouldn't right? want it. I guess like, like listen, I would, if, if they thing, were to make it a new character, I think I would want a new setting. If a thing is successful and it has a name. You don't change the host of it. <laughs> Ever. I think, I really do feel like Ever. I'm almost in the boat where I never want to see Nathan Drake again. I, I think don't either. No, no, no. I don't want to either. But my point is, like, I would prefer that they left Uncharted with four and leave it how it is than to have Uncharted with a different character. I, see, I would prefer problem, for it yeah. to just be The problem um, becomes that it sold 2.7 million copies. The problem is the thing you're going to get is you're going to get another Uncharted. It's not going to be Naughty Dog. That's exactly what I was going to yeah. say. I was going to say True. the exact same thing. So you look at you look at, um, look at at AMC, right? And look at Vincent Gilligan and look at Breaking Bad. Uh, that's a guy that was like, this is the story I want to tell. This is how I want to tell it. This is how long it's going to take for me to tell. And they're like, you have all the freedom you want. We're going to take the last season and cut it in half, but that's about it. Otherwise, we're not going to mess with you. And then I think they probably met in the middle on, man, this is so hot. People still want something from it. I'll do Better Call Saul. Here's my spin-off show. You That's know. why we got Alchem Origins. Or yeah, Better Call yeah. Sam or whatever. Better Call Sully. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think like yeah, Arkham Origins is, is a great example of like they wanted they wanted some time off and they got this. You got this game that's now like this weird stepchild that they won't yeah, even put. In they the don't even HD acknowledge. Package, yeah, so. which I liked but, that. game. I mean, the difference there is that like Better Call Saul is amazing. Yeah. Like that's whereas Arkham Origins was not up to the level of you. Know, yeah, but now there was Arkham. There, but it's also still bad fans that don't like Better Call Saul because it's not. It doesn't have that. But it's also not a perfect analogy because like Vince Gilligan is still involved in that show, yes, and most yeah. of the writing staff is still involved in that show. Whereas Arkham Origins was literally a different team. Yeah, in a different country. So, do you think this would be? I mean, this really comes down to like 
how cool Sony is. Like, if they're cool with just being like, well, these guys own this property. Like, look at Robert Zemeckis, right? He was like, no one will make another Back to the Future while I'm still alive. Mm-hmm. Like, that guy will have to die for them to be like, we're making a sequel to that film or a reboot. So with this, now it's Marty sort of, McFly's a girl. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, but, but Sony The Benz, hoverboard's a girl. <laughs> I mean, Sony Ben made an Uncharted game, right? And I yeah. think Golden yeah. Abyss is arguably better than Uncharted 1. Like, I yeah. think, like... Sony has a super talented pool of studios that they own, and Bend is one of them. Whatever the hell else they're doing, please, please announce your game. <laughs> um, but but I, I think like there are plenty of people who can take that franchise and still make it great, and they don't even have to, it's, it doesn't even have to be a WB Montreal thing. Yeah, it, like it can be another like Bend was an awesome solution for hey, who do we have making a charter game on Vita because Nadia doesn't su- want it's to. Such hard shoes to fill though. Yeah, you know like where they yeah. left it right now, like. Just even yeah. just visually or just storytelling wise, the benchmarks of Uncharted yeah. Four are unprecedented. I mean, yeah. it is tough because, like, to bring it back to Ratchet and Clank, like that series got sullied a little bit after uh, Crack and no. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, oh, the thing I was gonna say was, uh, I can imagine if you die in your sci-fi game instead of a Vuzula playing, yeah. it's just a Thurman. <laughs> <laughs> there is totally a thing with like uh, Jared Petty wrote a feature about this not that long ago about how Fallout Four should be the last Fallout game, and he got a lot of hate for it. Probably from people who didn't read it, I guess. Yeah. Like, the idea is that if something is really, really yeah. good, then why not leave on that good note? Like, I'm happy mm-hmm. for Silent Hill PT to be the last PT yeah. ever because it's so good. It's like nothing that's going to come after that is probably ever going to top PT for me. Mm-hmm. The same. That's pretty much the same way that I feel about Uncharted 4. Like, I'm happy for it to be the last Uncharted thing because I like it so much. And, yeah, and again, without spoiling the ending, like, everything feels self-contained there. You know, there I are, love that ending there, so much. There are possibilities of other things starting anew or happening somewhere else but everything feels self-contained it's it's satisfactory to the point where i was almost i almost like winced at the idea of single player dlc because i'm like i don't know if i need any more like that's, this this felt perfectly wrapped up in a, it that's was, how it felt about the last yep. of us and, and then left also, behind was great this, this is also yeah, totally. different because yeah. it was like oh we're gonna tackle this from a separate yeah. yeah. thing is like these are also the conversations i've been having since i was a kid about how return of the jedi was a perfect ending and i really liked force awakens yeah like, i just i feel like honestly like if you wait we long think, enough there's totally an well, exception to that rule. Like, I don't think Uncharted 5 is going to be announced at E3. Yeah, well, wait 10 years like, and I will play we, the hell we, out of Uncharted 5. we got three yeah. bad Star Wars stories before Force Awakens. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, like, look, like, I... Come at me. It, to me, there's <laughs> no world... There's no world where we don't see Uncharted. In right. No, I, th- like, I think It's the same right. thing yeah. with, like, Bioshock and all these things that are dormant. Like, those things make too much money to just be dead forever. Right. And right. so I do think, like, it's not a question of if, it's a question of when... I, I hope they take a little bit of time. I, I would imagine if, if Last of Us 2 rumors are real that Naughty Dog does that for a while and then they're going to sit down and be like, well, do we want to make another Uncharted or does someone else want to make it? And I think Sony is good enough to their studios that they'll let them be the ones to make that decision. Yeah. Well, there's but only, we will yeah. get an Uncharted game. There's also, like, yeah, I mean, to will. go back to Star Wars, like, they're making a young Han Solo movie. And I would have never thought in a million years that that would be a thing. Even five years also ago. Also because the actor is probably older than Harrison Ford was. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. After the, whole, the whole thing's very weird, but it's like, yeah, maybe tell a story about Nathan Drake when he was 22 years old. Like, yeah. And, yeah. and how many times yeah. in these games now have they picked up the needle and been like, here, here he was when he was 10 or 15. And here he is. Uh, I mean, this, I, mean, I, I love really all like that this, flashback you stuff. You really like this needle picking up. Yeah. A lot of people, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a heroin term, right? No, it's a, it's a DJ term. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Brian's first job was picking up needles. It is absolutely a DJ term. Yeah, it is. Picking up needles? Well, you don't yeah. DJ. You DJ off a <laughs> you don't MacBook. DJ with records. No, I don't. Well, what do you use? CDJs? Oh, you use CDJs. Okay, so for centuries. Turntables. Not, not centuries. Turntables work like you picked up a needle and you yeah, put I'm, it down I'm somewhere. F- I'm familiar okay, with Okay, so then that's the. Well, then why are you pretending like you're not? <laughs> Damn it, Alaska. Anyway. <laughs> 
I yeah, I think that this is kind of similar to how I feel about Arkham right now. Is that I wouldn't want another Batman game, but I feel like we will probably get one eventually. But I wouldn't yep. want it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like I think there's totally an exception to the rule. Like right now, Uncharted is is great, and I think they should leave it. Yeah. What I want from Naughty Dog right now, I want The Last of Us too. The I thing tried. about the thing about Batman is though, like they they reboot that dude every two weeks. You know, yeah. well, and also like Telltale's making a Batman game that I would imagine is very different than Arkham. You know, if yeah, someone else gonna, makes an Uncharted game, story. like if they make an Uncharted game someday, it doesn't necessarily like this is with Naughty Dog sensibilities, but like another studio might put their own Telltale? sensibilities in, like Telltale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would, I would play that. Yeah, I would Telltale too. Actually, yeah, but the problem yeah. is that uh, the people, the reason people want Telltale to make games is because uh, they're incredible writers yes. and tell yeah. incredible stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Naughty Dog's one of the few companies in this entire industry that, that already rivals has that. that. Down. They're like, yeah. no, yeah, they're, they don't we're need good the at help. that. Yeah. Honestly, if anything. Like I would love an Uncharted, a game in the Uncharted world, or that vibe where they just strip away the combat. Like I'm totally fine yeah. if this person's just a legitimate archaeologist. Yeah, yeah like I love treasure that. hunting, yeah. and you're out there with your yeah. buddies. Well, I, I've always thought that's that a lot of climbing for one game. Just, yeah. How about you don't climb either? You're slightly out of shape. It's it's, so it's like slightly out of shape. Slightly out of shape. You only go down. Slightly out of shape. Pacifist. And it's just Firewatch. Yeah. Oh, that's why I want. It's Firewatch. It's like how Altair is in Assassin's Creed Revelations. Oh, yeah. old man Altair? Yeah. 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 Which is awesome. I love oh, that Oh, I want to be an old boy. Yeah, I want to be someone you old. You just want to be Altair. <laughs> you just want to play as a literal archaeologist sitting at a desk. I agree with you that the... Uh, <laughs> it's like papers, please, but archaeology. <laughs> yeah. That's not, you guys are not... This is why we're here and not in, working on video games right now. Uh, what if we took out all hey, of the games? <laughs> to be fair, Mitch had as many dumb ideas as we did, and he gets to make a video game. Yeah, yeah that's I true. I don't know what to say about that. I think he was just Canadian, and then he moved to yeah. Canada. Like, yep. that just oh, that Canadian privilege. Yeah. <laughs> you, hear, you don't hear about it a lot. <laughs> that's because just, they apologize. People just after. throw jobs at them yeah. constantly. Yeah. Um, so that, that's it. That's I'm, it. I'm if with, you like that speculation, just wait for this next topic. <laughs> That's true. No, honestly, uh, just let, let us know what you want from the next Uncharted game or what, what you want from single-player DLC or what you want from the next Naughty Dog game in general. Let's move away from Uncharted just period and just, you know, do what I did. Come up with a, a family hard sci-fi film that takes place on a distant planet where you can use lasers to shoot monsters and it's not gross. Yeah. And or when you Marty's game about place. academia. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I think Marty's game about academia would sell very well to Marty. Yeah, sorry to Bumped your head while falling asleep listening to that pitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Speaking of what people are working on, yeah. uh, what do we think Rockstar's working on right now? Well, and we should say the reason we ask is because uh, Take Two, which is the parent company of Rockstar, they also own 2K, who makes a bunch of stuff. Uh, they uh, said in an earnest call that Rockstar is working on, through the quote, uh, some exciting future projects that will be revealed soon. Mm, very specific. Mm-hmm. Also, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. They took a few years off. <laughs> I don't know my phone password. So apparently they're going to be at E3. They found it out on YouTube. Mm, they one did. Of these days, yeah, they so. found one. Of, yeah. uh, apparently uh, they're going to have some stuff, some big stuff at E3. Uh, uh, so 2K, uh, or wait. Take uh, Two take CEO two. Strauss Zelnick yeah. said, yeah, they'll be at E3 2016 in a big way. Uh, but they also said that uh, despite the fact that Rockstar's announcements would be coming, quote, soon, mm-hmm. that a Rockstar game would not ship in this fiscal year, which so means now to yeah. March 31st, twenty seven. So it would be April 1st of next year at the earliest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and also, like, I think when they say they're there in a big way, like, I would imagine they're referring to, like, 
mafia and sure. I don't think so. I, I legitimately do think uh, Red Dead 2 is going to be revealed on one of the stages at E3. Wow. I also yeah, think so. I think on the Sony it's stage. The time for it. Probably. Yeah. We'll get a teaser trailer. We'll get something. Um, sure. And I know there's always the uh, Rockstar doesn't go to E3, but like that pertains to GTA because well, GTA they, is bigger GTA than GTA. GTA gets also announced in... by the New York Times. Yeah. Like, no, that's insane. insane. Yeah. They, yeah, Someone rolled up a sleep. Peter Moore? There's no. No, Did someone was, get the GTA? GTA was the, the roll to sleep thing was a whole separate thing. The uh, the GTA thing that was GTA four coming to Xbox. Yeah, they, yeah more had the tattoo, the, and they also GTA five revealed the console versions. I think was it a Gamescom press conference yeah. or something? It was at one of those press conferences. Yeah. They just showed off the trailer. That was uh, Peter Moore got a tramp stamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also works for EA, so it was a really weird announcement. I know. It was, it was really weird. Yeah. Everyone in the front row was throwing up. <laughs> Not a good tramp stamp. No, wow. no. The ugliest tattoo there ever was. It really yeah. is, yeah. 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 Um, so but yeah, in, I mean, in a big way, which is what this says, does that mean that we get one game that's just highlighted or multiple games? Like, I can't imagine Rockstar announcing more than one game no, at a time. No, not at all. No. They're, they're very good at sort of like focusing on one major thing and then trickling out the details of sort of like, look at yeah. what they did with GTA 5. Yeah, very like, good marketing strategy. They're like, here's the bumper of a car and for like a month we're like, oh my god, the car has a bumper! <laughs> it's so shiny! <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, which is, it's kind of fascinating because it's like, if you look at how much money they're making right now, what are they, they just shipped... What the sixty? What was six? What is sixty-five million copies? Yeah, wasn't Jeffy? something just insane? It was yeah. just like it was, yeah. it was more like it was really funny reading this. Like Uncharted sold two. And they're like, <laughs> we sold sixty-five million. That's I mean, how Rockstar, long ago the dinosaurs uh, were alive. Rockstar are amazing. Like at this point, no matter what they announce, I will play it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I've hit that point with Rockstar where yeah. I, no matter what it is, even if I think it looks awful, I am going to play it. Well, yeah. I think there's just a testament to. Putting something out every three or four years yeah. instead of every year. That's why everything they make is insane quality. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they've spoken about this publicly before that they don't want to annualize releases because nope. they like to focus on things being yeah. Ama- yeah, and it was weird because for a while there it seemed like they were into that. Like if you look at like the during the PSP era where they were doing like the the stories games every other yeah. year, yeah. Chinatown Wars, and I mean they even had that quote recently about uh, not re-releasing their old games in HD unless it was something that would absolutely delight their audience. Mm-hmm. It's like they're not really looking for a quick buck because they don't need it. And they don't need yeah. it. But you know what? Like, everybody needs it, but I respect the hell out of them for being like, you know what? Let's not do that. Mm-hmm. Like, they make their nickel and dime money off of uh, GTA Five online, yep. right? Totally. Like, they, they can put out gold helicopters and, and, yeah. f- and hats and jackets and stuff like that. They make quick bucks off of They make good money there. And by all means, uh, if you look at something, same thing with, like, Valve, right? It's like, why would they ever put it out on their game if they're making millions of dollars a day off of just, like, this Yeah, they have absolutely no DLC need to. they're selling. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I respect the hell out of them being like, yeah, we're, we're not just pumping out, like, remakes of stuff. I mean, that's doing. how Assassin's Creed happens, yes, right? Exactly. Like, Ubisoft hit a point where they're like, okay, we keep putting these out, people liking them less and less. Yes. Like, Let's pump the brakes. Let's, let's take a year off. for a bit. Like, yeah. I wish yeah. that they would stop for longer, that maybe I would yeah. play Assassin's well, Creed again. I mean, again. that's the whole Activision thing, right? Like, Activision, for the longest time, it was, like, with Tony Hawk and with Guitar Hero and yeah. so many other things. They just grind them into the ground. Yeah, totally. It just sucks that they have to like do <laughs> it just sucks that they have to get to that point before they realize whereas yes, Rockstar yes, exactly. are leading by example. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. yep. and I would also love to see I'd love to see Bully too. I would love to yeah. see that. Like I yeah. wonder if they'll yeah. ever make I mean that. I feel like that's the only game aside from Red Dead that makes sense to get a sequel. Like I don't think we're not gonna I don't think we're gonna get a Manhunt three uh, I don't think we're gonna get a Manhunt. Like Table I would play shoot. another LA Noir. I really like LA Noir. Yeah oh, man I yeah. just hated LA Noir. Really? Yeah. I, I think really LA like Noir it. Would I haven't finished least, it though. I mean like if you completely do like the Final Fantasy thing and it's like it's the name and nothing else or like what we were saying with Uncharted. Like maybe LA Noir is a name that applies to sort of some of those systems and something new. But like I never want to see 
any of those characters again. I think that's oh, no, I don't want to see the characters again. Way either. less interesting GTA. Yeah, I mean, honestly. a lot has yeah. changed, though. It's, I think it, we just it's passed its five years. Year. No, five, six years. Yeah. yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah. it was also made in Australia by a studio that Bondi? had a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. Bondi. We're in, a, we're in a very different era for Rockstar, too. Like, if you mm-hmm. think about when they were putting out uh, Bully, Table Tennis, Manhunt, The Warriors... Chinatown Wars. Yeah. What was the State of Emergency? Yeah, Max like, Payne Three. Max, there was yeah. just a whole bunch of weird Payne. stuff happening at the same time. Some were hits, some were failures. Some did really well critically. Some just didn't work out. Yeah, they did like weird license games in like the GBA era. Like yeah. they did all kinds of weird yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, that was they were Space Station Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I mean, if you go back that far, especially. Yeah. But if you look at uh, if you look at now, like I mean, I feel like they set the bar so high with something like GTA Five that to come out of it and do something like LA Noir, which is like. I don't think they'll do that. Yeah. I would like a sequel to that, but I would like a sequel to like most of their huge games. But at the same time, it's kind of hit a point where, at the same time that I will play whatever they make, I also have faith that pretty much any new IP that they would make would be good. Yes. I mean, so they still have yeah. Agent, which has never officially been canceled, which was a game that uh, was going to be a PlayStation 3 exclusive that they were making that was sort of a Cold War uh, thriller. Yeah. And uh, it's never been canceled, but it's also hasn't been mentioned in five years and six years so I don't know if that's a thing that all of a sudden is just on stage and it's a brand new game or whatever the hell it was I want I want a modern day version of Red Dead where the protagonist rides a horse and he's the only one that doesn't know he's in the present day I would love that and he just talks like he's in cowboy times and it's, like, it's like, like Alice was... Madness Returns yeah. when was cowboy but times Red Dead. a couple hundred years ago <laughs> Couple hundred years. Yeah. Um, and then there's Cowboy Times and then there's Game of Thrones Times. Yeah, That's Thrones how times, history Cowboys works. Times and then Caveman Dinosaur Days. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then like That's 20 it. years from now, Star Wars. Yeah, instead of like AD and BC, we just use like CT, yep. Cowboy Times, yep. and then mm-hmm. Game of Thrones Times, yep. GOTT. <laughs> my favorite calendar. <laughs> the Gottian calendar. Uh, there's also the chance that we, you know, we assume they're working on single player DLC for. for for GTA Five, yeah, you know, we heard we heard rumors around that for a while. Um, yeah, which yeah, makes sense because totally uh, the Lost and the Damned and the Ballad of Gay Tony are both awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah and those are very robust too. Like they're so, not just like you know a new vehicle or whatever. Yeah. We no, have to they're look really this good. Up, but I, do you remember how close those were to the GTA Four actual release? Because I feel like I feel like they were a little bit afterwards. I feel like they were like a year um, or two were, after. Yeah, I thought a year or two as well. Yeah. Okay, because it, it always felt like they were they were more con- like I guess they still felt uh, closer connected. Like it's been what? How many years? It's been two and a half years since. I feel like the difference in that is is that because it made the jump between consoles, it almost feels like it was released a second time. Yeah, Yeah. that's a really good. Like especially in terms of marketing, it's been a long time. Oh, oh, it's fresh because it keeps hitting these beats. Yeah, it it got reset basically. They reset the clock on that because I feel like I mean I I played GTA Five on uh, last gen. And then I bought it, rebought it on yeah, this gen. Too. But I didn't do any of the story stuff really. I just used it as a big, like, beautiful sandbox. I did pretty much the exact same yeah. thing. I bought it to look at pretty stuff and do dumb stuff. So, and, like, yeah, I don't remember right. a lot it of was... the side characters and a lot of the other stuff. So if they just dove in with like single player DLC and it was picking up, that would be a great God. reason for yeah. me to stop playing again. So the crazy thing about GTA that was the weird thing with that. I knew there was something. Uh, so it was April two thousand eight with GTA four. That's yeah. when it came to three sixteen PS three. But the DLC started as exclusive to three sixty. So the mm. DLC came to, it was February 2009 was The Lost and the Damned, but it didn't come to PS3 and PC until so, April of 2010. Okay, so, oh, so wow. that's because Peter Moore got that tattoo on his <laughs> yeah, penis. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, then, has, it was just confident tattoos. Yeah, yeah Tony <laughs> was October 2009 and then also April 2010 for, yeah. for PS3. That makes sense. Okay, so it was almost a year after the game was released. 
yeah. that it got its first DLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel it's like it's probably actually the right time, kind of about now, for them to announce oh, it's a yeah. single player DLC. I mean, honestly, because this came out so uh, September 2013 was the original release, so it would be mm-hmm. going on three years, which is actually like a really long time for like. And granted, like you said, it came to next gen. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. They with have you. the ball still rolling. I'll yeah, be honest yeah, with yeah. you. Like, I'm I'm excited for something like that, and I would totally replay it. But yeah. I'm. I'm okay with also not going back to that world and seeing something brand new from them. Yeah, know? me too. Yeah. Like if, if it's that if if they if like if they were sitting there in a room and they're like, we either do a new Red Dead or we tell the like, the story of, you know, Michael's auto body shop or whatever. I would prefer a new Red Dead. Yeah, yeah. me too. I th- I think not at the You just want to go back to Cowboy Times. I do. C T yeah. you mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Cowboy C-T. Times. <laughs> Horse president they had back then. Yeah, what was his name? President May. <laughs> that's really difficult. Yeah, it, it sounds was hard. It sounds so very negative. Have, you, have your name be also the sound you make when you he, talk. That's because he couldn't look up. Yeah. yeah very sad. Did horses you, can't Was that listening to you? Horses, horses can't throw up? They can't throw up. Yeah, it's oh, weird. Are they next to too long? Yeah, they're next to too yeah. long. Like weird stuff. The vomit like giraffes. That's got to oh, be they awful. They're definitely not throwing no, up. No, they would yeah, not be able not, to throw up. So Brontosaurus, I never... I don't think Brontosaurus is No, Brontosaurus, I definitely can't throw up. Because they're not real. It sucks if a giraffe or Brontosaurus is thirsty. The time it takes to drink the water versus when it actually like hits your stomach. Oh, yeah. it's about an hour and a half. It really sucks. And sometimes you put your mouth down and you're like... Well, that's not good water at all, and it takes you another half an hour and I don't have to get back up. And you I gotta feel watch like water mentally you probably get the satisfaction as soon as there's water in your mouth. Though. Depends yeah. on how often Fred Flintstone is sliding down your neck. <laughs> that's a good point. Which is yeah. a huge problem they suffer from. Back. Still to this day. You yeah. got disease. Back, back in animal time? Yeah, every time that dude gets out of work, AT? he's got to slide down yeah. on their necks. Yep. They're like, take the stairs. It's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Back in FT, Flintstones times. <laughs> <laughs> that was caveman times. You already had that times. <laughs> oh, yeah, you yeah, right. This is the branded version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sponsored by the Flintstones. <laughs> Brought to you by the Flintstones. And uh, brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Someone just start the next story so I can write that. Moving on. Yeah, ukulele. You're, you're not going to do the ukulele? Okay. Alana's probably. I'm very just, excited about yes. ukulele. Uh, yeah. There is a ukulele demo coming to backers in July. So people who back the Kickstarter for ukulele, which is, I think we've spoken about it before, but for people who don't know, uh, Platonic Games is a studio made of a bunch of developers and designers yep. from... They worked on Banjo, and they worked on Donkey Kong Country, and they all got together to basically make a Banjo successor. Yeah. Uh, so this is effectively Banjo 3 with different characters, Yuka and Lele, rather than Banjo and Kazooie. And the demo that's coming to back is in July mm-hmm. is some kind of toy box? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sort of like a... It's it's not a part of the game. It's going to be like a big, colorful 3D space for you to run around. I'm expecting it to be like Disney Infinity Toy Walks. Yeah, where you're sort of just like messing around and getting to Peach's front lawn. Yeah, so the thing that I played of ukulele, which I think has probably been seen online, was basically Mm -hmm. me just walking around a giant environment and Mm -hmm. jumping through stuff. Did you like how it felt? Yeah, okay. it felt really good. There was nothing to do because there was absolutely nothing sure. there. But, but I mean, but I really like the way that it felt. That was a year ago, felt. right? That was, uh, that was E3 three? last year. Yeah, Ho- Jose Otero and I from NVC did a did a let's play of Mario sixty four the other day. And before we Aww. we turned it on, I just started running around the courtyard doing triple jumps and backflips and yeah. butt slides and all the other. Does that still stuff. feel good? Yeah, it still feels great. Yeah. Like it's so weird how that just it just clicks. I mean, I think it feels better because I'm not holding an N sixty four controller anymore. Like, True, that thing didn't age very well yeah but uh that's that's such an important like second i think is the level design and number one in a platform is how a character feels how a character feels definitely yeah Yeah. uh it it definitely felt really good and it looked really good it was uh, very pretty these kickstarter exclusive demo things are always when i get immediate uh remorse for not backing a kickstarter yeah Yeah. i I hate that you can't back one later like ukulele is the only kickstarter that i've ever backed yeah but i wish that 
other people could still like just pay extra to so jump Brian's on some waypoint before release. So weirdly, yes. some <laughs> yeah, do that. Like a, oh, do the, they? The Dark Souls Three board game yeah. just did that. Yeah, oh, I didn't know you, you could do that on Kickstarter.com. I mean, it redirects you off of the site basically, but you can right. go do like Double Fine started with their Slacker Backer thing, mm-hmm. which was basically after Double Fine <laughs> Adventure was funded, Ooh. you could then keep funding it That's um, cool. and get access to the forums and all that. And then yeah. there are a few people who do that now as sort of a side thing. I love that. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's a really good idea. Like, I would pay a few bucks right now to play that demo when it comes out. Yeah, because I. I, as, a, as a guy who's been playing platforming games and 3D platforming games for the longest time and has been fighting for years on this show and others mm-hmm. for that sort of renaissance of platforming gaming, which I so like totally feel like we're right on the cusp I of. I think yes. so, too. Ukulele totally. and Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Like those and, two and, things and, right and, and Naughty Dog's Jack and Daxter that we just Close. made up. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely coming. That's going to be a real nice one. Yeah. And, uh, and that we, Crash Bandicoot Yeah, DLC. well, and there's, oh, there, there's, uh, there's Hat in Time, which I don't know if yep. that game still exists. What happened with that Andrew game? Andrew and I did a Let's Play of it during Andrew's first term at IGN. Yeah. I, I backed that game for a lot of money, too, actually. Yeah. I that up. There was that Australian game we did the Let's Play of. What happened to Hat in Time? It's Irish, man. I don't think it was Irish. It was I'm pretty sure it was Australian. Australian. Irish. What was it, it called? Clove? It was something to do with the morning. It was called Top of the Morning, too. Yeah, you have to climb a giant morning and reach the top and collect all the beautiful Guinnesses on the I'd play it. Yeah, uh, but ukulele cool. is going to be at E3, which makes me think that maybe this specific thing might even be playable at E3, mm-hmm. but we still don't have a release date. Uh, I wasn't that, expecting it this year anyway. Yeah. And we should note that ukulele, unlike those other ones we mentioned, like very openly is uh, PS4, Wii U, Xbox yeah. One, yeah. PC. Yeah. They actually like had formal stretch goals for those, whereas these other ones are PC games that we're hoping will eventually yeah. be ported. Yeah. Oh my god, Grant Kirkhope's doing the music? Yeah, Grant Kirkhope yeah. was doing the music for Hat in Time. When was the last I update? love that guy. March 5th. This, this year? year? Yeah. Okay. Oh, the reward's an actual cover that looks like the N64 yeah, that's cover. The, that's the level I backed it at. Where is it? I don't know. Oh, dang. Bones me out. Yeah. Bad luck with Kickstarter. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, Do you think we could... Uh, people keep wanting a Jack game. Like, Do you think we'll ever get a... Or not Jack. Uh, Crash? Like, are we ever going to see Crash again? Are we ever going to see a proper Spyro game, as in, like, Insomniac's Spyro the Dragon? I don't think, we'll Dragon? I don't think so. No, I don't no. think you'll ever see Spyro. I think Crash is probably... I mean, Skylanders made them enough money to just stick with that. Skanglangers? Skanglangers. <laughs> when I think it was like a really... Skylanders <laughs> proved to be really successful, but man, when you think about how smart it was to just like... I mean, it was really arbitrary to put Spyro in that game, but it was really smart to like put a brand on it just in case. To anchor it. To maintain Spyro. pull it away. Like, yeah. like I mean, Spyro it's especially good works. because now kids know Spyro as well. Like, exactly. It's not yep. just... It didn't age. It's kind of the point. Even yes. though Spyro, Spyro looks totally different. Is Spyro mm-hmm. going to be the main character of that cartoon? Skylanders? Yeah, I assume so. Probably. Is there like is Skylander a person? Is there like John Skylander? Yeah. No. yeah. Do you know a John human? Yeah. Oh. What? No, Skylander is not a person. <laughs> uh, you play the role of the portal master when you play Skylanders. Oh. And the Skylanders are all the creatures. Portal. Don't. Is that a character? Don't do it. It's you. It's is you, it, fam. Is the dog. You specifically. Can the dog be a portal it's master? It's like a There's probably a dog scaling it. portal master. Yeah. Just stop oh, it. Tearaway. Now I understand why Max is so frustrated all the time. When <laughs> Just constantly. Why? why are you frustrated? I'm, I don't actually care. I'm, I'm playing the role of the audience. Right now. Yeah, you never go really? on tangents, Brian. Hey, there's a difference. Okay. Well, we're talking about Skylanders, <laughs> which is relevant because Skylanders <laughs> Battle Class came out today. All right. What is Skylanders Battle Class came out yeah. today, which is the COD game for Skylanders, and I played a bunch of it. Yeah. Relevant. So ukulele is going to be at E3. Well, not relevant. <laughs> PlayStation to play it. Good point. Uh, anecdotally, this E3 feels small and a little weird. I think E3 is pretty it's much going to die. So. <laughs> um, Can't spell E3 without Andrew Goldfarb. Well, it's weird because it's simultaneously it's the biggest, busiest E3 we've ever had because yeah. stuff 
now starts Saturday Just stop night. Stop putting stuff on uh, the weekend. And yeah, we have stuff all day. Our live shows all day Sunday with the EA conference, the Bethesda conference, and we're gonna have a bunch of demos. Um, but yeah, and then there's this whole public facet side of it. Do you want to go over that really quick? Uh, yes. So they announced E3 Live, which is a demo. Uh, I almost said a so demo. this is different than EA Play. EA Play. So okay, I'll, I'll try and read this as briefly as possible. Uh, E3 is the Electronics Entertainment Expo. Uh-huh. Happens every year. There's like there have been many, many of them. Started way back in Atlanta. In Los Angeles at the LA Convention Center. That happens every year. Still the same you expect, press conferences, all that. Uh, concurrent to that this year, there's a thing called EA Play, which is EA's public. Like, you can go. They're going to have a press conference, but you'll be able to go, assuming you bought a ticket, to play EA games. Separate from all of that, they just announced E3 Live, which is basically uh, next door to E3. It's at LA Live, which is sort of next to uh, the LA Convention Center, and that is an open-to-the-public thing where, again, you have to register for tickets, but if you come, there will be demos and cool like VR kiosks and all kinds of stuff. Um, so it's kind of E3 physically is bigger than it's ever been in right. terms of taking yeah. up more real estate in L.A. But in terms of its relevance, I think like the fact that Nintendo is going to premiere new hardware this year and it's not going to be at E3. And the fact that Activision and Wargaming and Disney, now RIP, but Disney pulled out, um, yeah. EA effectively pulled out, kind of tells you a lot about where E3 is headed. Yeah, yeah. I think... It- I guess that part of the uh, reason for that is the rise of influences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it probably works better for those companies to give PewDiePie a code of their game and give a popular YouTuber an announcement it's than it does that. just at a press conference. It's also just the rise of do-it-yourself. Like, I well, mean, yeah, it's and like, everything's it's, online. Why, do, why are they competing with themselves? And that's the thing. Like, Sony is the PlayStation blog, which even we look at every day. Yeah. And then Activision has a blog. Ubisoft has a blog. Like, they well, can... And it's folks that, like, previously, like, Ryan Clements helps run the PlayStation blog. Exactly. Scott Lowe helps run the well, Activision like, blog. Why yeah. would, like, if you're Blizzard or you're Valve, like, why would you need IGN or why would you know like that's just don't how you can do it yourself yeah didn't hear it from me I mean listens (laughs) but no I mean Nintendo Direct is working exactly yeah it's just I think you can't compete with the the hype of E3 (laughs) I mean people are watching it and that's how they announce things right yeah but (laughs) they wouldn't I don't think that would have any benefit from a Nintendo press no but I will argue that like the 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 start and I love the Nintendo Direct format I wish Sony did something like it because it's like a it's like getting 10 Christmas a year I would love that if Shuhei was just like hey here's a half an hour on PlayStation Indies, and it was just like random. That would be really cool. Tuesday morning in in May or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I, I would say that they're them pulling away from the sort of the system and running things themselves. Uh, I don't know it's if it's directly affected their business, but it is has been sort of synonymous with the decline of a lot of the, their sales. I so. suppose that it could be said that if they aren't a part of E3, then they are removing themselves from the industry and the hype that comes yeah. surrounding E3. Because look at Sony at E3, right? Like they still like they their E3 press conference they did last year was like they, it was them taking E3 that was a good press conference yeah, as yeah, serious conference. as ever, and them just coming out with all the guns blazing. None of those guns. Are available in stores yet, <laughs> but still, they had everything out there, and that's where oh, there was still guns. Yeah. Nope, yeah. not yet. Not yet. I don't even know if that game will have guns. Yep. Mostly kicks <laughs> and some crates. Yeah, I think that probably is a huge benefit to uh, also people like arguing about which press conference is better. Probably yeah. benefits yeah. the publishers a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because there are those rare examples of like Valve doesn't need to go to E3. No, yeah. they're big. Well, everything more, more like, doesn't really either. Yeah. Uh, Gamescom was sort of this smart parallel to E3. Like, Sony pulled out of that last year. Like and, and, like, honestly, like, Sony has PSX now. If PSX grew bigger and bigger and bigger, I think you would eventually see it sort of like BlizzCon, where 
Blizzard doesn't come to E3 because rather than get lost in 20 other press conferences and, and have all this other news going on, why not speak directly to your most hardcore fans at a single event that focuses entirely on you? Like, I think yeah. the appeal of that... It, it's so easy to get your message out there now that it's not like you have to worry about no one covering it. Like everyone is still going to talk about what yeah, happens totally. at PSX and BlizzCon. Also, and there's yeah. all these like out, outside of E3 events now that are playable for the public, and mm-hmm. if you miss them, play it at SDCC right. or play it at PAX That's true. or play it or at, at NYCC or like, at Best Buy. That's the thing. Like even last year when Nintendo was still doing their full thing, like you could go to any Best Buy and just play all their E3 right. games for oh, a limited which time. Which I love. Yeah. I wish Sony Weird, would steal that. Weird yeah. side note. I found out that uh, you can try out Oculus and Vive at Best Buys, but you need to make an appointment for a specific time, like yeah, days in advance. Like E3. Now you doctor. can see what the yeah. E3 is but like. No, it's just super weird because I was always like, how is that going to work? Is just be a big line at Best Buy? But yeah. you literally have to be like, hey, I'm going to go there on Thursday that's at 3.30. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I like that's that awesome. too. I mean, and that's that the thing. Like, encourages hygiene. Yeah. It like, we'll hygiene clean it before it, then. It also just lets you, like, I went to my first E3 in high school. I went to E3 2004. And it's like, if I hadn't done that, I don't think I'd be doing this. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's so valuable to see that stuff, like, before you're actually in the industry. Like, yeah, like, for the press side, I know people complain about it coming public because it's harder for us to, to get around. But who cares? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, that's weird. Like, you always say, we're 0.01% of... The, the people there and if everyone else is there to try out games early and if like, it just if it means if, if a bunch of people being stoked to me going to play stuff means that it takes me 10 more minutes to walk across a convention yeah, I can yeah. Oh, yeah also I really like if you're Activision or whoever like you want more people seeing your games those are the people who are stoked and those are people going to yeah. buy the games and it's yeah. honestly like Goldfarb you you got in because like E3 was a spectacle to you right but yep. I mean that just as easily could have been PAX or PSX mm-hmm. like That's I had a true. bunch of people I made people at every convention who nervously come up to me and they're like, this is insane. This is my first time coming to one of these conventions. And at PSX, especially because it was much more intimate and small, I was kind of like, oh, well, this is like, this is the perfect stepping stone. And so yeah. a lot of people can't like, I, I would say San Diego Comic-Con is is one of those ones where you're like, and you'll see next month, Alana. Yeah. It's, you can't walk in there. Like, mm. you can't move. It is that sounds terrible. I know. And yeah, I think it's like you and me are shooting a bunch of show floor videos. So that's going to yeah. be fun. Yeah, imagine. Yeah. Brian, I want you to go to Gamescom so badly. I love Gamescom. Yeah. But it's so terrifying. I love it. It is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, so I think a lot of, I mean, if, if you have 25 conventions a year, you have all these different places where people can get in and try this stuff out for the first time. Instead of this big buildup and this culmination at E3, like, scatter it out throughout the year. So I think, like, all of the shows are going to get a little bit bigger, and E3 is mm-hmm. going to get a little bit smaller. Well, maybe E3 yeah. will just adapt to being more community-focused like it is. Like, maybe yeah. it'll just more heavily get into that instead of being what it is right now. Sure. I think E3 could almost become sort of like um, how all the networks do upfronts, or how you have, like, the TCAs. Like, the way the television industry works is that when they're ready to make their big announcements about their upcoming lineups, like, it's across the course of, like, two weeks, and everyone sort of has a day. Like, I think E3 could sort of become something more along those lines, where it's not like a, hey, we fly to LA and just do this like one day right. where it's a bunch of press conferences like I think it could become sort of hey summer is for announcements and kind of everyone takes their turn well it's yeah. like I love E3 because like I'm a I'm a multi-platform pl- damn near platform agnostic gamer you know I mean I do almost all of my third party gaming on PS4 but um, PSX was awesome for me because I'm like I'm as a PlayStation guy I'm walking around and I'm seeing everything that's coming to the platforms that I own and cherish uh, E3 is cool because it's like Oh, I also have a Wii U and Xbox One, so these are like little things that I'm also going to play on those, mm-hmm. on those consoles. But for somebody that like only has a PS4, E3 is like two thirds a waste of time. You're basically yeah. getting information that you're 
just going to use to make fun of people for, or it's yeah. mostly just ammo for the console wars. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas PSX, it's like if you only have a PS4, go to PSX and play all the games that you're going to be playing for the next year. Yeah. Yep. Like go in the weird deep corners and play those indie games that you're going to be complaining about when you get for free on PlayStation Plus in a year, you know? Yeah. And that's why mm-hmm. BlizzCon, like I don't play any Blizzard games, but going to BlizzCon was incredible just yeah. because it was everybody there wanted to just see that stuff. That was like Star yeah. Wars celebration for yeah. me. Like I'm, I'm like I love QuakeCon, yeah, yeah. Minecon, uh, Minecon. Don't say. There's that. a Halo one. It always sounds really bad when people say Minecon. Yeah, it's not a good name. <laughs> sounds Con. like Minecon. Yeah. Yes, I was thinking is that because of Hitler, but yeah. I didn't want to say it's that out loud. Of so yeah, it's because of Hitler. Okay, you were like, I didn't want to say that, and then you did. Well, he prompted <laughs> it. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. You preempted <laughs> Hitler, Brian. Hey, what time is it? It's time for rapid fire. Every week we go it's on the podcast beyond Facebook. What? Don't tell them what actual time it is. <laughs> then they'll know. <laughs> Every week we go on the podcast beyond Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash group slash podcast beyond, or or the YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash ign beyond, or yeah. uh, the. <laughs> There's the, nothing else. Beyond at IGN.com. Oh, good, good. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, email at yeah. uh, Where we ask you guys questions. Yeah, subscribe to that YouTube channel because we're going to start we're going We're just in about for... to hit 12,000, I think. That's awesome. Yeah, 13,000. Uh, Brian's going to send a personalized letter to every single one. Every single one. And with a big, with a big doc. How uh, are you going to get all our addresses? I don't know. I guess I'll just have to leave Are you going to dox these guys? Dox, <laughs> subscribe to our YouTube page and get a good doxing <laughs> from Brian Altano. Nope. <laughs> yeah, just send me your social security numbers and uh, you, where, yeah, your your car. Just the whole thing. Oh. Please put the keys in an envelope and clean it first. I don't want any like Coke cups in the backseat. Get it together. If I'm going to steal your car, I'm going to steal a clean car. I'm not stealing a fill. Anyway, we have nine so, minutes till we get kicked out. Great. Uh, so, yeah, we go in these groups and all these wonderful places. We ask questions and you give us uh, even better questions in return. It's so weird how that works. Uh, Matthew Arrojas says, who's the most stylish person at the IGN offices? Miranda Sanchez. Yeah, that's yeah. a solid answer. Yeah. yeah, she's very good at that. Yeah. yeah. Max has his own brand of style. Yeah. He it's- definitely has his own brand of style. Mm-hmm. Uh I feel like Chastity's pretty stylish. Yeah, He's our Snapchat yeah. producer. Jeremy Parrish used to be the one guy who actually dressed up nice here. Yeah. Who'd wear suits. Yep. Jose usually wears a button-up shirt. Yeah. I like how that's the bar when it comes to guys. I know. That dude wears he a put shirt. Buttons, like, Brian has a button-up shirt. He didn't button it, though. Hey. <laughs> Speaking of Italy. Thomas Rogers says, if you could steal one Nintendo franchise and move it to PlayStation, which one would you guys choose beyond? The answer is Zelda. Come on. Yeah, yeah it's Zelda. You're yeah, right. I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, look. Animal I, Crossing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I need, like, a... like. That running in the Uncharted 4 engine. Yeah. With, like, Blather as the owl comes out. Yeah, but that like running in the Russian Clank engine would be awesome. Oh, Did wow, it would. Did you my museum? <laughs> that is not how they sound. I'm a bone collector boy. I look like a real bird. Is your copy of Animal Crossing possessed? <laughs> no, the, the animals in Animal Crossing are even scarier. They do not sound like that. What if on the NX they add voice acting to all those franchises and it all sounds like that? Did you bring some fish into my store? Oh, I hate that so much. Oh, you caught a beetle. For me. Here's $400. I could pay my rent. Really now. terrifying. I used to think that was so cute. Now I'm just going to. Not gonna anymore. Like, mm, and they're bleeding nope. from Wait, the mouths. The actual real answer is Earthbound because God knows Nintendo isn't doing anything. Yeah, it's true. Mm. Preach. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see how gorgeous the new Zelda game looks, but it could always look better on the PS4 or the Neo. You know, what, you know what's weird about Neo? I just I thought of uh, if anyone that. upgrades their PlayStations, they're not going to be able to take PT with them. Yeah. <gasps> oh, El Gasp. Yeah. El Gasp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the word. Imagine if it said that in the, at the end of the Neo commercial. Now gasp. I hope it's still the same shape because if they announce the Persona 5 PS4, 
I want to buy it. But then if I buy a Neo, I want to be able to switch the faceplate from the Persona 5 one to the... Mm. Uh, Incognito, <laughs> real name, oh, says, uh, what fairly popular movie do you find absolutely insufferable? Batman vs. Superman. No, everyone hates that, though. Yeah. That's, no, that's not true. I, pick, I hate pick. Gladiator. I hate Braveheart. Gladiator's not a good movie. I want the best picture, didn't it? Best part of that movie is there's a dude. There's a dude with a, a beeper. Yeah, you know what movies everyone everyone loves, but I don't. King's Speech. I've never seen any of the Harold what Potter films. What a weird films. one to pick on, though. You never seen any of the what? Harold Potter. Oh, they you, should, Harold you, Potter's should, you should watch those. The movie yeah. about that kid that lives with his parents and they have a microwave. Like what? He gets so much. He gets so much you mail. Saw the though. first two You're already wrong. Of one of them. <laughs> yeah, he slid down the stairs or whatever. They're playing. Yak so and literally sex. the only time. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you were very drunk then. Yeah, I have no idea what happens in those movies. Yeah, uh, somebody was like, "Man, we should go." to... Well, you guys were like, we should go to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. I don't know anything about those films. That'll be a good time for me. You would love it. Oh, look, it's the broom he uses to fly in the third one. Oh, it's because we were talking about Dear Rita. Yeah. There's, there's this guy on YouTube who dubbed the entirety of all of the Harry Potter movies. Right. Uh, and it's just incredible. Yeah, we got 30 we'll seconds in. And then the conversation shifted to, what? You've never seen Harry Potter? <laughs> yes. Uh, Rob Will says, what's a typical day off for you guys? I sleep. Yeah. <laughs> No, I wander around the city. I go drink, yeah. go to parks, I, I do a see lot movies. Too. Yeah, I usually try and do that a little bit with Marty for a little bit. I've been trying not to drink and to be real healthy. Mm-hmm. I'm just probably gonna what are we doing tonight? tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Alcohol. Um, yeah, I like, I like to, like, I'll wake up, I'll work on music. Mm-hmm. I'm almost done with my new, new album. Yay. And then after that, I'll probably just play a video game for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do a lot of yeah, we I sort play of have games to, on weekends. Just we have to play games on nights and weekends to sort of catch up. Yeah. I play most of my games on yeah. the weekends, not Me at too. night. Um, Me too. Wake, like I've, I woke up Saturday and Sunday morning and like almost finished Doom. And it's like a couple week, hours. the weekend before that we did Uncharted because it was yeah. like, it's if we get like a copy of a pre-release game and it's like going to people wearing the guide and people capturing footage, it's like we kind of steal it away on weekends so yeah. that we can get through it basically. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Um, Xavier Manuel Porras says, favorite condiment? Bruh, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise? Yeah, ketchup. dog. Oh, no, what? No, ketchup. Hot sauce or mayonnaise. cool mustard? Okay, so I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with either hot sauce or mustard as well, because mayonnaise is like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't have a range. What? There's like, mayonnaise is just mayonnaise. There's no like, oh, this is, this is my favorite mayonnaise. Well, I actually prefer aioli. Okay. That's, that's not mayonnaise. It's a lot that's less common. Like a, yeah, that's not like a... I mean, I guess it is a condiment. It's, it's a condiment. Yeah, it's, it's, a it's a condiment that requires preparation, though. I'm surprised. I mean, it I'm wouldn't if someone surprised. had a packaged version. Yeah, I'm surprised you're in you're in aioli. I think it's because you it's... you work out a lot. Like you can offset that. Yeah, if sure I have aioli, it just sits inside me for like a month and a half. So, in I think it happens in the UK as well as Australia. Instead of having tomato sauce or ketchup with fries yeah. or chips, you would usually have mayonnaise instead. That's a big... Uh, but a lot I of places... that in France as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's usually mayonnaise or aioli, but it's a lot easier to find mayonnaise than aioli. What's the difference? Now I'm really confused. Aioli is a really fancy name. It's like garlicky. It. Yeah, it's like a yeah. mixture too. Yeah. It's like a mixture of like but oil and... I don't think of aioli... A- <laughs> <laughs> I don't think of aioli as a, a specific thing. <laughs> I think of aioli as like... Dad doing what he loves, saying the word aioli. <laughs> aioli, aioli, I think it's like a thing that can be very different. Like there's yeah. no like I don't have a specific taste when I think of. Oh, aioli. I totally. We're, do. we're gonna have to properly rapid fire these next few. Okay, oh. fine. Uh, but What's, yeah, what, you're, why are you being such a snitch? I think fine. we have ten minutes. Mustard for sure. We don't. They set up. They start live at three thirty. No, they don't. They start <laughs> live at four. Oh, okay. Peace seeker sixteen know, says, me up shut up. 
That's all he said. No. PC for 16 says, what PlayStation IP would you most likely want to see make the jump to PlayStation VR? Prop of the rapper. Yep. Yeah. I want to rap with that dog <laughs> in virtual reality. Uh, probably Poddle. Poddle would be great. Probably Poddle. Yeah, Poddle would be great. Or uh, Silent Hill. Um, I've always wanted like a, like a weird nightmarish 360 version of Luminez. Oh, jeez. That's just <laughs> flying around I mean, that's head. sort of what Thumper was like. I yeah. played Thumper on PSVR at, uh, at uh, PAX, and it was just terrifying. It was like an acid trip. Yep. Uh, definitely not Alana Pierce says, Hey, guys, can we find any of you at the cool events happening around the Bay Area this weekend? Love the show except for Brian and Andrew and Marty. Those guys suck. <laughs> what up, That's a very interesting man. comment. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, yes. Maybe. I'm going to Fanime this weekend. We're having an IGN meetup on the Saturday. I think it's at 1 p.m., but we'll post that on Twitter and stuff yep. so you can find that out. I'm and, also DJing that night. And the three of us will be at Kind of Funny Live too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. You can see Greg, Colin, Tim, Nick, and probably a bunch of special guests uh, at the something theater. Regency. Regency Ballroom. Yeah. Uh, that is on Saturday and there's also a second day on Sunday where they'll have some buds from Rooster Teeth and Let's Play and much other yeah. stuff. Well, we'll but you should actually Saturday. come see me DJ on Saturday night instead. Yeah. Well, start, start so there can, and then go see her. You can either <laughs> see one person there or you can see three people. Ooh. Actually, there's going to be a bunch of people there. Miranda's coming. Chastity's coming. That's three. three, right, you, three. See three Frank. you see four. There are several whole well, people. Cisco, with, but maybe. I, maybe. Well, do you, do you <laughs> want to meet some nice, <laughs> some nice, wonderful ladies who are who have their their ish oh, together? Callie. Or yeah, multiple people who just really have it together. I just want to see a bunch of disgusting, sloppy old train wreck looking <laughs> pirate boys. I did also want to mention now that it's been announced, and I, I feel I want to say that I was not in any way asked to announce this. Uh, that I'm going home for a convention in Australia that's on July 2nd. Sweet. If any Australian listeners What's come the to Haven, in, it's Oscon. called Haven. It's in Mackay. Oikon. July 2nd, Oikon. <laughs> I have a link on my... Kangaroo. On my social <laughs> I hate you guys so much. It's a really nice video game of pop culture. Kangaroo is a really funny joke. I'm sorry. No? Okay, I guess agree to disagree. I'll laugh on the inside when no one can It's because it. your country is oftentimes associated with kangaroos. Oh, that is really funny. <laughs> convention guru. The convention guru. comedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the jokes I have about that. So if you want to see three jokesters, you can go kind of funny. If you want to see one real serious girl, you go to Fanime. There we go. Are you still looking at the camera? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, we got to get out of here. Uh, That was rapid fire. Really quick. I just wanted to say uh, congratulations to former Podcast Beyond host Ryan Clements for becoming a father. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you made a whole baby. I don't know how. That yeah, happens. Well, that means you, air, when, you, when you're real good at the lovemaking, you can create yeah. a whole I baby. I guess this, the stork came with the bag, yeah. and mm-hmm. he got mm-hmm. the kid. So yep. it's a real good thing. <laughs> yep. That's how I learned they were made. So, okay. yeah, congrats, man. That's, yeah. I'm so proud of you. Seriously. You're such a good Amazing. dude. So yep. this is going to be great. The best dude. Literally probably the best human being. Yeah. Um, Andrew, I'm, making a Final Fantasy 15. Yes. That's uh, why I went to Japan. Marty and Zach and I went to Japan for a week. Uh, probably literally the best week of my life. And we you visited okay, Square Enix. <laughs> uh, we visited Square Enix and we uh, saw a bunch of cool Final Fantasy stuff. Mm-hmm. And it is going to be on IGN starting... Well, I guess today, when the day this episode goes. Yeah, so it's yeah. already part one's already live. Uh, mm-hmm. It's sort of about the journey from Versus Thirteen to Final Fantasy Fifteen and the yep. long ten year road towards uh, making a Final Fantasy game that is yeah. just getting the greatness back, kind of like yeah. making it the big JRPG. And from game. what we've seen, we we went to Japan super stoked to see Final Fantasy, and we left even more excited for it. Yep. So that's mm-hmm. a real. very good sign. Yep. Um, Awesome. So, yeah, we're done. We did, we did it. it. We did it. Yay. Thank you guys so much. Uh, bum, bum, you bum, can bum. find everyone on various Twitters. Uh, 
Brian's at Agent Pizzle. Yeah. Alana's at Charlanazard. Andrew's at Garfep. Honk honk. Honk honk. Watch up at noon this week. Yeah. Marty and I are hosting it together. We're going to yeah. bring Alana on. We're bringing oh, on. Oh, I found a guy in the office who's never. Uh, heard of Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. He's just never, he doesn't even know who they are. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. Yeah. We're going to make fun of that dude. <laughs> Wait, Mark, don't come on. Ridicule him. Uh, thank don't you guys watch. so much. That was episode 445. Uh, mm-hmm. Remember, uh, find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash podcast beyond, yeah. mm-hmm. youtube.com slash IGN beyond. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Email us at IG, beyond at IGN.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find us on Tinder at uh, John Ham. Yep, With two M's. <laughs> big, big, big panger danger. <laughs> Pangus danger. Hungry, hungry hando. Yeah. Oh God. Well, uh, now hip- on that note, hippo fist. Well, <laughs> lovers lane. Beyond. 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 Kissy con. Beyond. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.